Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to have an encounter with the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Episcopal Sister Joy Felipe Bruce. Sister Joy is a daughter of Bishop Dyke Mills and currently pastors the Idiasi branch of the First Love Church, a thriving church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. She's also a Macarius minister under the Dyke Mills Ministry Office and travels extensively holding pastors' conferences taking the books of Bishop Dykewood Mills to the nations. We believe this message will empower, equip, and give direction for your life. Now listen to Sister Joy Felipe Bruce. growing up I didn't receive much love from my mother so I was looking for love from all different places especially from boys and they did a good job by breaking my heart too I after high school I used to follow my friends to pubs they'll be going out with men and I'll just be following them so in the wrong group of friends and I was looking for love at all sorts of places that were failing me and then in, when I came to the university, I entered into pageantry too. I thought I would feel recognized there, but it didn't work as such until I met my pastor, Pastor Kofi. Then he spoke to me about the greater love of God. And he told me that Jesus loves me so much and Jesus recognizes me as her daughter, his daughter, sorry. So I, I started coming to church and then Jesus has changed my life has changed me from the person I used to be. Right now, all those things, following friends to pubs and clubs and all of that, I don't do that anymore. And God has put me in a family where I feel so much love. The film stars. I just want to thank God. And now I'm the Basanta of Asia for film stars. Thanks to Jesus. So today, I just want to encourage you here that if you are looking for love and recognition, Jesus is the person to give it to you. And if you are here, just receive him like I did, and your life will never be the same. Thank you. Amen. Give it up for her one more time. We have one more testimony. Let's give it up for Russell. Hallelujah. Testimony is about great change that Jesus has done in my life. Amen. Amen. Um, this is what God has done for me. God has changed my unforgiving heart. I used to be the guy who, I mean, I look very calm and all, but I will always take a mental note to anything you do in my life. Yes. When you do something to me, I'll just watch you and I'll keep it somewhere. Forgive. So this was, the, I mean, it was serious. And 
Sometimes we think the greatest sins are the fornication and all that. But one major sin that God will not forgive you is when you don't forgive others. And I remember in high school, I mean, we had a time that we came, people came to play football matches in our school and a fight broke up. I mean, if you see a slim guy like me deciding to be at the front line, I mean, Uriah was complaining that David put him there. But I went there because I didn't want to forgive them. At the front line, we were throwing stones. And by the grace of God, now I preach. I'm a regional head at Bumpso Region. I teach the word of God. I preach Jesus. And I want to encourage you that if you are here, I don't know, some of you look very innocent, but you have issues like what I used to be. So I want to encourage you. Jesus is the only one who can change your heart. No one else can change your heart. So I want to encourage you to just receive Jesus. And what Jesus did for me, he will do it more for you. Amen. Let's give it up for the testimonies. Let's welcome Pastor Sean to the stage. Let's give it up for him. Have you known Pastor? Pastor? Put your hands together for Jesus. Those outside, I think you can do it better for Jesus. Those to my right, I think you can do it better for Jesus. Those outside, can you hear me? I don't think they can hear me. But it's time for the word of God, ladies and gentlemen. And this morning, this afternoon, it's your, your time and your chance to encounter Jesus. Amen. Many people met Jesus along the way and their lives were changed totally. The woman at the well met Jesus and her life was changed from the owner of four husbands, of six husbands, to become a woman who was an evangelist for Jesus. And you too, you too, are about to meet Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, stand to your feet, put your hands together, help me receive our pastor, sister, Dr. Joy Philippe Bruce. Let me hear you say it Father, thank you. We thank you for Jesus. 
we thank you for salvation we thank you for a day like today that we can lift up the name of Jesus thank you that your word is true and Lord that we will meet you and you will meet us exactly where we are today we thank you and we give you all the praise in Jesus name you want to shout a mighty amen hallelujah take your seats those of you outside, can you hear? If you can hear us, lift up your voice and let me hear you shout amen outside. Hey, you sound as if you are not feeling well this Sunday morning. Those inside, can you shout louder than those outside? Then shout amen. Hallelujah. Those outside to my right, can you shout amen so that we will hear you? All right. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. I want to just welcome you this morning to the First Love Church in Adriasi. Amen. And I believe that God is here. Turn to your neighbor and say, God is here. And when you have a meeting with God, one thing I can tell you is that you don't go back the same. And this afternoon, I'm sharing a very short but very important message with you entitled, Jesus, Savior of the World. Hallelujah. When I say Jesus, you respond, Savior of the world. Jesus. Say it again, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. If you have lived for some time, you know that all the man-made things are not saving the world. You should know that by now. John 3, chapters, verse 16 and 17. John 3, 16 is probably the verse that may only, some people know it. It's the only verse. But today you'll, you'll understand it better. John 3.16 says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Only. That whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But verse 17, often we don't talk about it, but today look at it and see. And it says that for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him shall be saved. And this afternoon, this is the good news that I bring to you, that whoever you are, up until now, Jesus is here just to save you. Hallelujah. Are you there? Not based on what you have done. Not based on what you have done. I think you should put your hands together for the film stars. They made us really see some things. Hey! The thief on the cross, even in heaven, his mouth was still ding, 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 ding. Hallelujah. God so loved the world. I want you to know a few things today. Point number one, God is the greatest. Amen? The greatest person ever. Many of us are looking for somebody to love us. And I know there are some brothers here. When you went to propose to the girl, she didn't accept you because you are not great yet. Hey. Hey. Recently, a nice young man that I know was looking for a wife. And he found a nice person. And he thought that this wife, this one will be a good wife. And I mean, just as he was about to, I mean, he felt, oh, the young lady, oh, if I propose, she will say yes. Are you there? But when she went to propose, when he went to propose, do you know what the girl said? Do you want to know what the girl said? Hey! The girl said no. Oh! Do you want to know the reason why? 
How? Because somebody greater than that guy had come upon the scene. Hey! And just because of that, please, if you are sitting by a young lady, tell her that you, you, you. I don't even know what to tell you to tell her, but just tell her that. Brother, I said, tell the sister that, look, I may look like nobody today. <laughs> Hallelujah. But God is the greatest. And many of us, we want to know somebody who is great. And God is the greatest. Now, the Bible says that this great God loved the world. And God shows us the greatest kind of love that can ever be shown to a person. Now, I want to tell you two things about love. Those of you who have been accusing us that when you come to this church, they find beloved for you. Don't worry, I know that you came today. Your problem is that you want to hide things under. And we don't allow it to be under. We bring it out. But I'm sharing with you today something that I think you should listen to a little. There are two things I need you to know. First of all, you need to know that there are different kinds of love. There are different kinds of love. And the Bible talks about it. Let's just quickly look through a couple of them. The first one I want us to look through is the love of brethren. Brethren. If you belong to any group of believers or even you can, you can, brethren can be brothers as in biological brothers. It can also be brothers. You are part of the same fellowship, the same, and there's a love of brothers. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 22 says, Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. Unfeigned means not pretended. So genuine love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. Hallelujah. Are you with me? There is a love that there is between brethren. But you know, even among brethren, sometimes we quarrel. Ask your neighbor, when was the last time you quarreled with your brother or you quarreled with your fellowship member? Even among brethren, our love is not perfect. Amen. The story is told of a certain guy. Push your neighbor and say a certain guy. He had got kidney disease. May you never have kidney disease in the name of Jesus. And this guy needed to have a kidney transplant. Now, when you have to have a kidney transplant, the problem now is to find somebody willing to give you one kidney and that is also matching with yours. Are you there? So this, his need was brought to his fellowship, his group of brethren. And they said, hey, let us pray. Kabo, Kabe, Kabo, they prayed and they prayed. Prayer meeting after prayer meeting. Nobody was coming to offer their kidney. So one day, their leader said, Okay, let us do something. Says, I have a feather here. I'm going to throw the feather in the air. Uh, we are brethren. One of us here must donate a kidney. As I throw the feather up, when it comes down, if it lands on you, you are the one. Please, is it a fair something? Is it okay? A fair deal? So after they prayed for a while, he came and he took the feather and he threw the feather and everybody's eyes were stuck up there to see. And then the feather started coming down. Started coming down. 
started coming down. Started. Do you want to know who it was coming to? It was coming. Hey, suddenly the leader realized the feather was coming to him. And he said, hey, I break, I bind, I roll away. I will... Why? Because the love of brothers, it's not that we don't love, oh, but it's not perfect. And it's not total. Push your neighbor and say, I love you, mom, but Jesus loves you more. I'm not sure that I'll give even my kidney for you. But God so loved that he gave his son. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. The Bible tells us about the mother, the love of a mother for her children. And you know, it's a very strong love. And yet, oh yeah, there are mothers who have died to save their children. Yeah. Died to save their children. I remember a story of a young man. His mother was fleeing war. And she was carrying him in South Korea. And at a point, it was so cold. And as they ran, this woman realized my baby would die. And she removed everything she was wearing. And she wrapped her baby in the clothing. Yeah. And two missionaries who were also running away from the war, they heard the baby crying. And as they heard the baby crying, when they came to see, the mother was dead. She was dead because she was frozen. When she removed her things, she just froze to death. And she wrapped the child in the clothing. The child survived. And years later, he heard the story and he came back to that same place where his mother gave her life. But that's not the truth of every mother. The Bible says <laughs> Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 15. Can a woman forget her suckling child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Then the Bible says yes. The answer is yes. They may forget. Yet will I not forget thee. Some of you who are listening to me this morning, your mother has even done something to you that has pained you. Yeah. Whether intentional or not intentional is not the point. Hey. Are you there? Hey, you are very quiet this morning. Yeah. One day, one of my sons told me, I think you love this, my brother, more than me. Yeah. You're saying that, A. Hey. And at first, I was like, hey, this boy. But when he started, then I started to think. And I was like, I said, ah, he can see this and this and this. And he didn't get. How? It was unintentional. But you can see that the love of a mother cry is not perfect. Push your neighbor and say, if your mother's love cry has disappointed you. Oh. If that one poor has disappointed you, God says, I will not forget you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Do you want to know another kind of love? Yeah. The love of a man for a woman. Yeah. Hey. As for that one, the Bible, even the Bible calls it a mystery. So, yes, yeah. Hey. Proverbs 30. I'm reading this from verse 18. There are three things which are too wonderful for me. Four which I know not. What are these things? The way of an eagle in the air. The way of a serpent upon a rock. The way of a ship in the midst of the sea. And the way of a man with a woman. Hey! 
I look at it, I don't understand many things. The way of a man with a maid. Sometimes you are looking at the thing, you say, it will not work. And yet, hey, are you in the house? But even this, you see, the Bible calls it a wonderful thing. But even this thing that is a wonderful thing, it is not perfect. Look at the very next verse, verse 20. Such is the way of an adulterous woman. She eateth and wipeth her mouth and saith, I have done no wickedness. Right after telling us that it's very wonderful, you can see that it's not perfect. <clears throat> but I'm talking, that is why the love of God is special. Are you there? Hey, the way some of you, you have done your primpro things. Chese, you are so holy. I don't want to say much. I don't want to say much. So there are different kinds of love. The next thing I want to say is that there are different levels of love. Different levels of love. Hallelujah. Different levels. That's why Jesus said something in John 15 verse 13. He said, greater love has no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. So there is love, but there's also greater love. Hallelujah. There was a young lady one time in our church in Accra who was in love with somebody and they were supposed to get married. Hey, pastor, once you saw this talking about love, 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 something is wrong with you. May your heart be healed now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and, but the relationship, it wasn't working. They kept on quarreling. They kept on having issues. The guy was not sure. He said, I want to marry you. But then he's also, there are some two or three other ladies, maybe, perchance. So, she ended it. And when she ended it, she began to cry. Oh, she cried and she cried and she cried. And I remember that our father told her that, don't worry, one day somebody who is the real person will come around. Because she was, you see, if you are in first year, you are not ready for this. Second year, you are not ready. You are not marrying anybody. Third year, I don't know what you are doing. So I'm talking about people who are getting ready to marry. Because some of you, the way you are, you are in SHS, you tell that you are in love with who or what. Don't start. Anyway, time passed and by the grace of God, another young man saw this lady and all that. And time passed. And after, her father said, met her some time later and said, so how are you? She said, oh, I am so happy. I never knew that a relationship could even be this nice. What had happened to her? She was experiencing a greater love than what she had before. When the time comes for you to marry, may you experience something greater. Amen. Hallelujah. But I'm saying this to say to you that you may have experienced all these different kinds of love, but the one of God is greater. Hallelujah. Oh, I said it is what? It's greater. It goes on. The scripture goes on to say that he loved the world. He loved the world. Some of you brides, you say that you are in love with three women at the same time. For we, we don't even understand you because most of us, our kappa is like one person. We can't manage it. Please ask the brother by you. Which type are you? Hey. Oh, 200 women. You need help. You are not well. <laughs> ah. 
our capacity is limited. But God, he is not in love with just two people or just three people. The whole world, and that includes you. Hallelujah. Amen. God sent me today to tell you that he likes you and that he loves you how you are. How you are. There are some of you, you were invited here today. You haven't been to church the whole year because you have been saying that I'm so bad the way I am. But God said I should tell you how you are. He loves you. He loves you. Hallelujah. Are you there? The next thing I want you to know about the love of God is that his love does not finish. Mm. His love does not finish. There are some people here today, after some one broken heart, mm, 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 two broken hearts, you have decided that's for married, they are married, but the thing called love, you yeah, forget. When somebody even comes in, mm, because of disappointment. But we have disappointed God, I tell you. He loved the children of Israel. They said, we don't like you. He loved the world and said, crucify him. But in spite of that, he still loved us. In spite of that, he still loves you. In spite of the fact that you have failed and you have failed and continue to fail, he still loves you. Because as for his love, it doesn't expire. Hallelujah. It doesn't get finished. Come on, I need to hear your hands being going for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So because he loved us, he gave us a gift. He gave us a gift. You see, love is like oil. Until you put it into something, you can't give it to somebody. If I want to give you oil, here is oil, get oil. I have to put it into something. And that's how God, to, so because of that, he put it into Jesus Christ. He sent his son. That's who he put. And he gave us a person as a demonstration of his love. Hallelujah. I need to hear you clapping for this God. Amen. Amen. Many times we think of gifts as things. But as for God, when he's giving us gifts, it's a person. It's people. A person can be a gift. Some of you, there are people who are in your life who are gifts to you. Yeah. If only you will realize that this my life actually is because of this person. Are you in the house? And God gave us a gift. Who is that gift? That gift is Jesus. Amen. I said that gift is who? Jesus. If you are a mother with children, you know how precious they are. I like you, Pam, but if you come and ask me to donate one of my sons, I won't do it. If you even say donate just one arm of one son, I will not do. But God so loved that he sent us his son. Hallelujah. Amen. Now when he sent him, then he said something remarkable. He said that whosoever believes in him, whosoever, if you want to be in heaven, he says that the criterion is that you must believe in his son. You see, he could have chosen and said that he did the people who will go to heaven are those who can sing. Today, they will have enjoyed music. Please ask your neighbor, do you have a voice? Some of us, our voice is like caterpillar that's passing over the road. 
So if God had said only people who sing, you would have been out. If he had said, he likes only people who are from the eastern corner of Ghana. And you, you are from the west. Then you are out. If he said that, look, he, la- he wants only science students. Hey! All the art students who are more, they will not go to heaven. If he said that, look, he doesn't like short people because of Zacchaeus. Hey! So he wants only tall people. Ask your neighbor, would you have passed? Would you have passed? Hey! What about if he said, heaven dear, you see, I've been watching all the pictures of angels. They are all slim. So when I look at it, I can see that I would have been excluded from heaven. But I thank God that he was not looking for somebody who was slim. Hallelujah. He just said, if you believe, if you believe, I have met people who have said, Pastor, I am so bad. It's because you don't know me. I have to clean up my life before I come. I want to ask you today, if you have to clean up your life before you come, what is the use of God in your life? It is your idol. When you are, worship, when you are an idol worshiper, that's when you have to be able to carry your idol before you can worship it. It would have excluded all cripples, all weak people. Everybody carrying a baby cannot carry the idol. Yeah. You want to clean up your life before you come? You will die first. No, it's true. You will die first. Because one of the things about the things you do, they don't leave you so easily. Hmm. No, it's true. How many times have you not said, this is my last time? This is my last. I will not watch the pornography again. It's my last. Hey! How many times have you said that girl is my last? I will not allow her into my room again. How many times have you said it? You never knew the time you went back again. Not even that she came, you went. Hey! Young lady, how many times have you said that guy, I'm done with him? How many times? Can you not see that you need help? Can you not see that you need help from God? You are waiting to solve it before you come. Ah, he didn't say solve it. He said believe. Believe. However you are, believe. And ask for the believing. Whether you are sick or you are well. Whether you are strong or you are weak. Whether you are tall or you are short. Whether you are poor or you are rich. Whether you are white or you are brown. Whether you are brown or you are blue. Whether you can dance or you can't dance. Whether you can sing or you can't sing. Whether your grades are zero. Whether your grades are 100%. Whether you are in medical school. Whether you are in social school. Whether you are drawing for a living. No matter who you are. Whatever you are. Wherever you are from. Whoever you are. If only you believe. He has only one reason request from you. Believe. Believe. That whosoever will believe in him will not perish. Today I'm talking to you about Jesus. 
oh yeah I'm talking to you about Jesus I too know what it is to open pornography and say the last time I won't open it again yeah I know what it is to see the cycle and go around over and over but I met Jesus what is it about Jesus when Jesus came he shed his blood when he came you see it's not that it's not that somebody took his life home he came <sighs> I'm looking at some unbelievers this morning the way you are looking at me is like eh? what did you say <laughs> hmm <laughs> Amen. Eh? Hallelujah. Are you in the church? Jesus was not surprised by the crucifixion. That's why he came. Amen. And he came to give his life, to pour his blood for you and for me. That's why he came. He didn't have any other agenda. And that is what is so special about him. Hallelujah. One day a certain young man was brought to the hospital. And when he came, he was throwing up blood. Hey, those of you who are necessary, God should give you grace. Doctors, God should help you. Hey! And as he threw up, the story Bishop Dag told it, he said the whole world was painted with the guy's blood. The wall. So they started looking for blood for the guy. And they ran to the blood bank. When they went to the blood bank, as usual, there was no blood. Don't tell them I said as usual. Eh? But then they saw some blood that was lying there. Number one, they said that, look, we need a blood that will match his blood. Then they said, we don't have some. The blood was finished. But it is 2019 years since Jesus died. His blood has not finished. His blood is still working. He is still saving souls. It does not finish. If the blood had finished 1,997 years after his crucifixion, then all of you who were born from 1997 coming, but I thank God that his blood, it doesn't run short. Nobody has prayed to receive Jesus and to be washed in the blood. And he's been told your sins cannot be washed away. Because you see, the thing about sin is that when you have done it, you have done it all. You can't just... How many of you, you have done something before that when you thought about it... <laughs> you, have some happened to you before? Yeah. When you thought about it, it's like... Whoosh, the thing is there. Are you in the house? You did it. No matter how you wish that you hadn't, you did it. And that's when you discover that sin is like coconut juice. If coconut water pours on your dress, Omo will not remove it. Sunlight will not remove it. Key soap. Give what other soap do you know? What? Ariel, it won't work. Then they say, yes, it will not, whatever soap you bring, you can boil the dress, it will not work. The stain, it is there. And that's how sin is. And a time comes when you realize that nothing is able to remove the sin and to take it away. And the reason is given to us in the Bible. <laughs> Let us read scripture. 
Leviticus chapter 17. The life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement. That's to pay for your soul. Are you there? And Hebrews 9.22 Almost all things are by law purged with blood and without the shedding of blood there is no remission. In other words, for the sin that you have done to be removed we need some blood. Can I have yours? You are ready to die for your own sin. I have to ask you this question because some of you, when you are invited to receive Jesus, when you are invited to come to church, you have so many excuses. So if you have excuses, maybe you are ready to pay the price yourself. But if you are a wise person and you have heard that somebody has already paid, does it not then just make sense that let me accept the one that has already been shed? To not receive Jesus Christ means that you want to pay yourself. You want to pay yourself. By the time they have collected your blood, you are not alive again. What have you done? But the blood of Jesus, it has already been shed. Free of charge. All you need is to believe that he shed it for you. That one too, you are allowing your friend beside you to determine whether you will receive or not. Come on, let's be serious. The Bible says that as for judgment, eh, it will come one man, one judgment. The appointment is for one person. All of us would have tell your neighbor, look at your neighbor's face. Tell him either I will go before you or you will go before me. <laughs> there is no other optional. Okay, the only other option is that Jesus Christ shall come now. But if he comes now, you are even hotter because now is the judgment. Hey! It is appointed unto man once to die and after that, judgment. Today, you can choose. I said today, you can what? Choose. Today, you can choose to say it is true that I am a sinner. You see, that's why when you do your holier than thou faces, I don't even understand. As you were coming crying, you were quarreling the way on the bus. You must see that as for sin, dear. The Bible says, all oh, have sinned. Present to your neighbor and say, you are looking very innocent. Look, when Russell was sharing his, his testimony, I said, ha! This cool-looking brother. The cool-looking ones, they are even more frightening. You think that they are innocent. Son, now he was storing hey are you there the bible says all of us we have gone astray but that's why we love jesus that's why we celebrate jesus today because he has paid the price i said he has paid the price he has paid hallelujah and so in conclusion i'm sharing with you romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 Hallelujah. Are you happy you came to church today? Today, it's an invitation to receive this Jesus. I just need you to receive him. Jesus is speaking. He's saying in the word, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that Christ raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. That's all. What more do you need? Please ask your neighbor, what more? 
All that you need to do. You believe in your heart. Say it with your mouth. Say it with your mouth. Say it with your mouth. And when you say it, his blood comes to wash away. It doesn't cover your sin, please. It washes it away. It was the blood of sheep and goat in Old Testament that was covering sin. When Jesus came, he came to wash it away. It's not there. When God looks at you from today when you give your life to him, he doesn't see your sinfulness. He sees the blood of Jesus over you. And that's why this afternoon I'm so happy to invite you to receive him as your Lord and your Savior. Stand to your feet this afternoon. As you stand to your feet this afternoon, I want you to begin to think. Am I saved or not? Am I on my way to heaven or not? If Jesus were to come today, would I accompany him into heaven or not? Is my name written in the book of life or not? If it is not, you have an opportunity now to change it. Don't think about your friend though. Your friend too will stand in judgment alone. But I thank God today is not the judgment day. Today is an opportunity to present to you Jesus. You want Jesus? You want him to change your life? Just where you are standing, just lift up your right hand. You are saying, I want to receive you Lord Jesus. I want to receive you as my Lord and my Savior every head bowed, every eye closed lift up your right hand today I see your hands all over the room lift it up, outside, lift it up lift it up, today is your day, today is your day, Jesus is calling you to receive him God bless you, I see your hands outside you want to receive Jesus, lift up that right hand. You are just one confession away from Jesus. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to do one more thing for me. If your hand is lifted up, please, wherever you are, outside, at the side, in the hall, step into the nearest aisle and just come to me. Just come. Just come. Today, Jesus is waiting for you. The celebration in heaven has begun. Just come. Give him your life today. Just come. Step out from where you are. Leave your friend, your sister who is not ready. Just come. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. Keep coming. Keep coming. Your heart is beating. That's Jesus telling you, I am knocking at your heart today. If only you will respond. If only you will respond. I will come in and I will dine with you. Come. Come. Jesus says come. Jesus says come. Jesus says come. Somebody outside. I'm bargaining for your life. Come. Just come. It's not far. It's not too far. Just come. There's more space. There's more space. Just come. Shabba sona lama tanda la blokanda. Just come. Hema sona lama blaka. Rima sona lama Jesus. Jesus. Let them come. 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 Let them come.
afternoon I'm bargaining for the life of somebody you don't normally come to church but today you are here I want you to know that this whole meeting is because of you and so Jesus is waiting for you your heart is beating and you are saying that I wish they would finish this part of the service Jesus has told me to wait for you I am waiting step out of where you are and come you may not have another chance you may not have another chance because we don't know when our end will come we don't know when we'll go to some part of the world where you will not hear the gospel but today if you are hearing my voice don't harden your heart it may be your last chance it may be your last but one chance it may be your last but two chances we don't know take the chance today Jesus is calling you Jesus is calling Jesus is calling we'll sing the song through one more time then we'll pray If when you are coming, if it is full, just stand in the closest aisle and let us pray this prayer together. I want you to understand that when you pray this prayer, something is going to happen in your life. And from today, your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. Your name will be written in heaven. Let us pray. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me from my sin cleanse me Lord I cannot pay for myself I thank you that you have paid for me Lord Jesus I ask you this afternoon please write my name in the book of life my name is put your name there please write this name in the book of life Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. Amen. Now I want you to lift up one finger like this. And you want to say, Satan, in the name of Jesus, from today, I will not serve you again. You and me is finished. Jesus is my savior. Jesus is my savior. Jesus is my Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Father, I thank you for each and everyone standing in front this morning, standing in the aisle, giving their life to you. May they never be the same again. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on Facebook, Dr. Joy Felipe Bruce, and on Instagram and Twitter at FLIDRC. God richly bless you.